Hello, everybody. I'm Capri, and this is Capri Talks. So how is everybody doing in this quarantine? Because there are (laughs) so many ways this could be going for you. It is definitely going all different ways for me. Some days I'm like chilling. Like I'm like, you know what? Honestly, I didn't go outside that much before. I didn't like it anyways. What's so great about the outside? And then there's other days where I'm literally talking to myself. It's driving me insane. I feel myself becoming an insane person. And let's let's be honest here, people. I was not that sane to start with. So I'm just curious on how this is going for people that are more normal than I am. Um, Because I have no realistic point of reference. You know, especially if people have anxiety or depression, the last thing that we need to do is be locked inside. Well, mandated at least. We do it to ourselves, but the country doesn't. Do it, do it to us. (laughs) Do a duet with me. Does anybody know where that that quote's from? Like what movie? Come on, come and do it. Do a duet with me. I'll give you five points if you know. Please don't ask me um, where those points can be used. Right now, nowhere. So, (laughs) I mean, that's everything. All right, so today I thought I would talk about something that comes across my brain or has been a topic of discussion while I've been a young adult. So, you know, recently I am a young, that's who I am right now. (laughs) That is, as you can tell by the title, blaming your parents slash your upbringing, whoever raised you, the people that surrounded you in your life as you grew, blaming them. Honestly, I feel that blaming them is the first step. You know why? Because at least you know where it comes from. It's a sense of self-awareness. You had to really think about it. Like there's some things that you just don't get about yourself sometimes. Where did that come from? Why do I hate that? And you really have to just sit down and think about it. So I think it takes a level of self-awareness and self-analyzing to even know where the problem came from. Because if you can locate the problem, then you can create a solution. Do you feel me? (laughs) Now, I'm not saying that you're healthy now that you just, you blame your parents. That's not the last step. It's the first step. Well, the first step is realizing the problem. And the second step is figuring out where it came from. But a lot of people use that as the last step. It's not an excuse to not change, you know? It's not like, oh, well, I've been like that. That's just how it is. No, 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 no. That's how it's been, but it can change. I don't know why people feel like these things are finite. We change and grow every day. So why would things you don't like about yourself not be able to change? You have complete control. And in this time where 
we don't have control over much, especially during this whole pandemic thing. We don't have control over a lot of things. We don't have control over circumstances that we've been put in, things that have happened, whatever. We don't have control over those things, but we do have control over how we react to them. I remember I went to like a training or something, or it was like a professional development and that's what stuck out to me. Is that a word? Stuck out? Stuck out? <laughs> it stuck out. <laughs> wow. I never said I was a professional at anything other than being me. Okay? Okay. They said the only thing that we have control and we have complete control over it is how we react. There is this moment in between the event in the reaction. And in that moment, you have all the power. You can do whatever you want. You can take that moment to decide or you could just react. I mean, like, I'm not saying you can react to like pain, like, oh, I got hit with a baseball in the eye. I'm gonna choose to be strong about it. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying if something else happens, like, oh, uh, my niece kicked me. <laughs> You can like, you know, am I going to, you know, push her off the couch or am I going to decide to not do that? You know what I mean? There's a small margin of choice right there. And that that's where all the power lies. All the power lies there. Now, we all have qualities that we don't like. We have negative qualities that we've had probably our entire lives. And a lot of the time people responses, and I've, I've been guilty of this. This isn't like something I'm saying I've never done. I have done it. That's why I'm so aware. Oh, I get that from my dad. Oh, my mom's like that. That's why I do it. Uh, I've, I've been like that forever. I've been like that since I was a kid. Like, okay. And that's not an excuse. I'm glad you know that. So that means you're aware of it. So that means you can change it, right? Yeah. And that's a step in the right direction. I'm just saying it's not the end of the road. It takes a lot to look at yourself and see something you don't like and try to figure out why you're like that. Because the truth is, it probably didn't come from like a happy place or... It could come from a place that you didn't even notice. You just neglected that part of you. And now that's just the default. But they're not permanent things. An example for me, because, you know, let's overshare. I feel like I never really got to witness how to be wrong. (laughs) Um, Because the people in my life never really admitted to being wrong. I mean, like, it. I guess that's a pride thing. Is that a pride thing? Prideful people or people that are generally right, so they never really have to apologize or they just don't admit to being wrong when they are like, oh, the kind of apologies I would hear are like, I mean, yeah, I guess that's true. But like, if you look at it and how I was saying it, I'm also right. So I'm not like wrong, you know? That, that was the admitting <laughs> that they were wrong. I, I kind of like, yeah, you're right. No, you're not right. I mean, like, you know, if you look at it how you're looking at it, yeah. But if you look at it how I'm looking at it, then yeah. 
And sometimes, yeah, there are situations where there are two different views and there isn't a right or wrong. But I'm saying there are situations where there is a right and wrong. And I don't feel that I ever got the trait of just flat out saying that. Um, It's something I realized as a young adult, like, oh my God, this is hard. Like, I don't know why. Like, even when I straight knew, like, we're, I'm sorry, I say like a lot. (laughs) Like Capri Talks? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. There would be moments that I'm having a discussion with someone and we're on what you would call, I guess, opposing sides. And I hear it. Like, I completely hear what they're saying. And there's a moment where I realize, yeah, that's right. Oh, well, I was wrong. I'm wrong. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. But I never practiced doing that. So now I have to actively react and go, Capri, hey, hey, look, you're not. Your worth is not dependent on how smart you are, honey. It's okay. And just straight out come out and be like, no, you're right. I'm wrong. You're right. And I'm wrong. I will say that. And I've gotten better at it. That was a journey. I'm gonna be honest. And no, that's not like a fun trait, but I'm just being honest here. We all have things we don't like about ourselves and we have complete control over that. I have a couple of things that I've realized as a young adult that I have pulled from my childhood and from the people around me. And not everything is directly because you saw them do that. But sometimes it's because you don't want to be like that. And you've gotten other qualities from that. Like, for example, another example, hashtag overshare. I am a child of divorce and I felt like I didn't have a lot of control in my life. So that has caused me to somewhat be a control freak on everything that I can. And it's also given me a lot of anxiety and whatever. Therapy helps people, uh, <laughs> just saying. But I realize where that comes from. And it's not because the people around me were full of anxiety and couldn't like, you know, stuff like that. It's a result of that. You know what I mean? It's just an example. Or let's say your parents suck at finances and you have just become extraordinary at finances or you become a money, you've become a money grubber because you don't want to end up like that or whatever. So you can look at it from different, different points of view. It doesn't all have to be like, oh, they were like that. That's why I'm like that. It could be they were like this and I want to do the opposite. And I think it's interesting once you really start to look at how you became the way that you are, you can understand yourself so much better. And honestly, it can give you the opportunity to give yourself some slack because we are all the way that we are for some reason. You know, no one is who you are. (laughs) That's deep, isn't it? But when I say that, I mean... Yes, you may have siblings. You may have people that went through the same things you did or very similar things that you did, but they do not have the same mix up of 
or concoction of how you think, how you feel. There, there's no one that has the, the same upbringing that you do through your eyes. So you guys can go through the same thing, but if you guys saw it differently, felt differently, it's not the same thing. So everything you feel is valid, even if somebody else sees it differently, it doesn't matter. You have to handle it through how you saw it. And once you do, it allows you to grow. And it, it, it's an interesting process. I'm not saying I'm at the end of this road. I'm not. I start over all the time. I start, I'm like, oh, that sucks. How'd you get that, Capri? Oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> That's how the beginning of my conversations to myself start. I don't know. I think it was uh because of the thing that, oh, and you just go back. And then you just realize how interesting you are as a person, like honestly. And if anybody wants to share their stories or their perspectives, whatsoever, please email me. I would love to be a part of your journey (laughs) or you just know about your journey. It's tough, guys. It really is. My email is capritalkspodcast at gmail dot com or you could tweet me at capri talks i want this to be something we kind of do together it's a growing process let's grow together let's build a community where it's normalized to see the things you do not like about yourself find out where it comes from and then just like change it even if you make a mistake there's not going to be a perfect like i'm not perfect at this sometimes i still catch myself and be like you know no i'm oh oh Sorry, <laughs> that was the old me, like peeping out and uh, so my bad. I am I am wrong, and it might seem dramatic, but I'm serious. I have to say, at the beginning, I'm better now. But at the beginning, I legitimately would be like, "You are right. I am wrong." Not because it's white and black, but because I had to get used to being and admitting to being wrong. I'm not ashamed of that because I decided to change it. So let's all grow together. This is going to be a journey. And I can't wait for us all to be a part of it. I want to say thank you so much for coming back and listening to me this week. I really appreciate it. I know sometimes I talk nonsense, but sometimes there's those jewels you feel me. (laughs) And... Like I said, you can always email me at capritalkspodcast at gmail.com or tweet me at capritalks on Twitter. And other than that, I will see you next week.